You're going to do my school's career day, right? Remember, we have a wedding to shoot that Saturday. Please, 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 can't we get a cab? Want to grab lunch this week? What's going on at the studio? Guys, I need some new shoes. Mom, don't forget, I have robotics on Mondays. Can I go fishing? Oh, and orchestra. We could really use a vacation. We can't. He has a game that day. Can we please go to Chick-fil-A? She wants to play another instrument? Welcome to the Victory Catch Podcast with Rick and Julie Rando, Season 3! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we are back at it another week. On the couch, Julie. On the couch, people. How you feeling? Oh, it's... I was just saying as we sat down, and I know people might hate me for saying this, but I'm like, man, as soon as Halloween hits, it's like almost Christmas. That's how it feels. So I'm feeling mom pressure this season. Mom pressure? It's the mom pressure. I'm starting to think like... Okay, does everyone have everything they need for the Halloween parade and for for the, you know, trick-or-treating and the trunk-or-treat and the fall festival parade and the bonfire this weekend and the fill-in-the-blank, five, four, three, two, one. And then I breathe and then I'm like, oh my gosh. And then it's Christmas and planning gifts and wrapping. And so, whew, how am I doing? I'm all over the place, Richard. It sounds I'm all it. over the place. Julie's the type of person that when we go on vacation on mm-hmm. day two, she's already counting how many days until we're we're done. And that's interesting. It's being prepared. It's like a mental like. Yeah, but you don't do that on vacation. I mean, I, I, I don't think so. so I like, do that on vacation. Well, fall is my favorite season. You're trying to rush it. You're trying to get to Christmas. And you know what? what what's everybody say? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, right? I, I don't need snow in my in my future. Let's just stay right in the fall yeah. zone. Right in the zone. We're in the zone. In the fall zone, honey. Well, yeah. you feel how you feel, right? You feel how you feel and those feelings are real. <laughs> That's a frozen quote. Anyhow. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. right. So what's going on, honey? Well, in case you're new, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're all, We're off to a good start. Um, Julie is on the right side of the couch. I'm on the left side of the couch. Thank you for squishing in. You're somewhere right in the middle. Probably a left leaner. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um... Uh, just so you know, we're on our physical couch. This is called the victory couch. Julie brings two questions to me that I've never heard. I bring two questions to her and of course we banter and go back and forth and yeah, that's how it works. So welcome in Julie. You get to ask the first question today. All right. This one is very relevant to us. Yes. So I'll ask the question and then you might chuckle, but this is real life stuff. Okay. And my real life question to you. And to all parents of children going through adolescence is how do we pause long enough to show grace to our middle schoolers? (laughs) That's a very relevant question. It's relevant. And, you know, I almost feel like I'm in the like advice column. Like I'm literally being like, I'm just I'm processing this with you. And I feel like there's some listeners out there who are also parenting preteen teenagers and they too are wondering how do we pause long enough to show grace to our middle schoolers? That's my question tonight to you, Richard. Wow. Well, I think if I knew all the answers, um, you wouldn't be asking the question right now. (laughs) So 
Um, I I will just say things that have worked kind of for us, and then you can either agree or maybe add to the list. Uh, one is breathe, breathing. In fact, we had a moment this evening with our middle schooler, and we just took a deep breath and 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 and, and breathe and slow down before we responded or before we said for the tenth time, go brush your teeth. Okay, right. Okay. I'm following. Um, So I would say number one is breathe. Number two is prayer. I Mm. think prayer is very important. I think praying, asking for wisdom Mm. uh, is very important. Don't ask for patience because you'll get problems. But I would say wisdom means that, you know, you have to go through the trial, but you're, you're given the answers to help navigate through said trial. So I would say prayer. Um, I have recently shared with my son, and maybe I'll just share with everybody, that I, I pray for him daily, and I pray for um, me to be more receptive to his world and for me to see things through his eyes. So I am more patient with him when you know, his clothes are not in the hamper or when he is lollygagging around the house. Uh, when we, we, when it's time to go or when he just got to watch soccer on Saturday morning before demo team practice, you know, that's, that's a must. So, um, I'm trying to be a little more patient there, uh, with him as, as his dad. But I think as a parent breathing prayer and affirming the positive, Mm. what gets rewarded gets repeated. Um, let me repeat that. What gets rewarded gets repeated. So, um, I would just say that you got to find the good things and praise the heck out of them. You know, um, the other thing too, is that we all have been teenagers at some point. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you are a teenager, um, you're more than likely not 13. Uh, I mean, if you are great, um, but you're probably an older teen and you've been there and you've done that and you understand that your body's changing, your friends mm-hmm. are changing, your classes are changing, your school is changing, your, I mean, from hormones to body hair to everything else that we could talk about, but we won't. Um, so I would just say grace is important through pausing, through prayer, and through praise. How about that? Three Ps. That was great. Did, did I answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, that was great. And, you know, I, uh, I pray for the kids in the morning and at night, like when I, before I roll out of bed and then at night with them usually. And I need to remember, like you're reminding me that I need to pray throughout the day as well, because, well, I just do, it would be helpful for me to process and to find peace and clarity. There are those moments I think like before we as parents are going to respond the pause, that was the big part of the question is like, how do we pause long enough to show grace to our middle schoolers? And I think that's where I struggle is the pause because I'm a reactionary person and that's really challenging for me. Yeah, I'm, yes, yes, I'm getting the affirmation on the left side of the couch. Yes, yes I am very triggered by things and I react very quickly and I do struggle with the pausing and processing. I am a, let's solve it now. I need to share with you my feelings now. We need to figure it out now. And there's not a buffer. I am very quick when it comes to um, 
the way I think and the way I process, it's boom, boom, boom. And the pause, I think I need to learn the pause. And I think by asking it, maybe there's a little growth there personally, <laughs> but um, just this era, it's challenging. It's, it's challenging. Well, as I said to our son this evening, and he apologized for, for some things, and, and I said, you know, some of it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. I said, it, just the lifestyle that we live where we are going from this to this to that to this to pack your clothes, to brush your teeth, to, okay, now we have to go to sleep. Like, it's very hard to know, okay, is this a time where I can relax or is this a time where I have to hurry up? Mm. And I think communication is, is important. But again, just kind of, look, I'm no expert, believe me. Um, I, I think that just seeing things through his eyes, like every Saturday morning, like he's watching TV because that's when his soccer is live. He doesn't have, he can watch it live instead of, you know, on, on a recording. So that's why I'm not pushing him so much on Saturday morning. If he wants to get up early, which he normally does to watch soccer, cause he can watch it live, you know, the league that he watches From over Europe. overseas, yeah. you know? So, you know, like by seeing that through his eyes, cause I'm not a soccer fan. Um, but so I, I don't get it, you know, where I can watch a football game, you know, from start to finish for like three hours um, because I guess I just grew up that way Cultural. and I, I know yeah. it and you know, I know the teams mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, yeah, the Lions, you know, I've watched them since I was a little kid. So I don't know. I, th- I think there's some connectivity there. But, you know, just seeing things through his eyes, I, th- I think I'm going to add the fourth P. How about that? Okay. I've been thinking about it. And it's it's partnering. And what I mean by, by partnering is I can tell when you've had a long day and it's time to tag me in, you know, like WWF style, you know, WWE, you know, Hogan tags Piper, boom, let's go. And all of a sudden it's new energy. So I think partnering sometimes will give you that pause to be like, you know what, I'm going downstairs. I just need to be away from this human um, long enough to regroup and come back and, and fight again. So yeah. yeah, four piece. Yeah. Cause you know, like there's the old, um, I guess it was it like Dr. Spock in the seventies or whatever would say like the one piece of advice was parents need to smile more like at their child when they're with their child. And I'm reminded of that. Cause I think I just get so frustrated and agitated and you know, I don't want our kids to have memories of me not being in a good mood and that's something especially in this season where I have more time with them by opportunity and by choice and that's kind of a a fine line that I'm trying to navigate well and to be honest I struggle sometimes with it so yeah I'm working through that but I think that's just advice that can help us can help me and hopefully someone who is listening today. Yeah, so. don't don't think I got it all together on the left side of the couch either, okay? Because I have my moments too. So, yeah. Um, this is a question that I came upon as I was, you know, reading through, scrolling through, um, you know, like a, a I guess, a, a Christian site. And the question was, was proposed to people. And I thought I would ask you to see what, what you think. So... The question said, if you could delete anything from the world, what would it be? One word, because it crosses multiple areas, addiction. Hmm. Hmm. Addiction, and that covers every form of addiction you could think of, you know, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, pornography addiction, addiction to food, 
addiction to attention, addiction to fill in the blank. Um, I'd remove addiction. I think it is uh, strong. It ruins families. It ruins people. And it takes a lot of healing to recover and to live in recovery from addiction. So I think that would be what I would say. Wow. I will tell you out of the top 10 answers, addiction was not listed. Um, I'm not your ordinary Joe, honey. You are not, but that is very wise. Very wise. The obsession over something that's negative. Are you talking about like any addiction, any addiction, any addiction, that one word it's, it's so powerful and it's so ruining and it takes a lot to live in recovery from addiction. Hmm. What would you say? I think, I think hate, Hmm. I would eliminate hate. Yeah. You know, um, when I first sort of saw the question, it was, you know, it was, it was sent out to Christians to see what, what they Mm -hmm. would think. Um, it just struck me, um, hate, you know, the stuff that's going on in the world right now where this person hates this person. It, it just, it's horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible. It's, it's. Like you've always said, and I think, you know, we've heard it before from several people, you know, we have more in common than we do not in common. Mm-hmm. So to hate someone, I mean, hate is such a strong word, hate, you know, it's, it's, um, it's tough. And I think we use that word flippant, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, mm-hmm. I, I hate red lights or I hate when they get my order wrong at fast food places. Right. And I think what we're saying in, in most cases is it's inconvenient mm-hmm. is should be a better word right than, you know hate so strong but hate in the form of violence or where you're a bigot towards someone or if you're shunning them because you don't like what they stand for i mean it's i mean hate is hate's not good it's evil it's just yeah, evil, it's pure evil, especially when you act on that hate yeah. and you take it to violence or, you know, other stuff, you know, right. hate's bad. So I, I would eliminate hate. Let me give you some of the other answers and see if you agree. Um, worry was an answer. Uh, cancer, mm-hmm. hunger, homelessness, wars, uh, greed was an answer. Racism, child abuse. Waste, mm-hmm. negativity. These are all all things yeah, and things to remove. Yeah, yeah. and um, I when I went through each one, you know, not that you can say that you know one is better than others, uh, but uh, I think they all have their merit. Uh, you know, they all have their place. You <laughs> obviously, mean of being on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, you can. I mean. <laughs> homelessness what do, you, what do we do we not want to end homelessness um but uh it's hard to just there's so many bad things that we would want to just take away so when you examine this list it just reminds you to have empathy and compassion for those that are victims of some of these things and yeah. it just affirms that you know we're all going through something right we're right. all battling something something on that list potentially you or someone in your family or someone you know is is battling at the moment so when it all goes back to you know just be kind to people and you know show that grace you know Mm -hmm. and uh that compassion i i think that that uh yeah 
That's so important. It would be hard just to eliminate one thing. Right. And ultimately, God's love is what we need to show because of that list. Yeah. You know, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's okay with you. I'm going to go ahead and do my second question. Yes. Okay. Please do. I have props for my second question. You have what? Props. I've hidden them. Give me a second. You've hidden props? Yes. One second. Okay. All right. She's hidden props. Okay. In my hand are photographs from 1997, <laughs> 1998, and 1999. Okay. I want you to examine these very, very quickly. Examine these photographs. Yes. They're from a uh, momentous fall occasion in a high schooler's life. What momentous fall occasion do you think they're from? Okay. I would say prom or hallo- homecoming. Homecoming. Homecoming, okay. yes. Yes. So homecoming. you can yes. see young high school Julie in those pictures. And you will witness I am with all girls because I went to my homecomings, at least with my friend groups. And since it is homecoming season, Rick, and I know you're probably recognizing some of those faces from back in the day that are still in our lives. But when we think of homecoming and we, you know, maybe think of what it was like when we went to homecoming and I have friends now whose kids are high school students and I'm watching them get dressed up and I'm watching them go to their homecoming dance. And my question to you tonight is what do you remember most about high school homecoming and how do you think it's changed? Well, high school homecoming for me was a blast. Uh, First things first. Everyone in our high school was celebrated. Okay, if you were on a team or in an activity or in some sort of sport or some in, in the band or some sort of like service group or whatever, you had your name on a on a on a pom pom on a you know boutonniere on a uh, we were the Bell High Mountaineers, so we had you know on a on a bell on a on something scattered all over the school. It was such a big deal blue so and gold not just athletes also the Every, theater kids like and everybody everybody really? yeah they had signs you would you would they would be in the gym um in the cafeteria hmm. they'd be all over like the the fence to the to the games i mean it was a big deal it was a big deal you had pep rallies which i don't even know if they do that anymore pep rallies to get everybody all pumped up the football players would be dressed up you know, suit and tie. I mean, the cheerleaders would be dressed up on game day. You know, it was, it was a big deal. Um, and then of course you would go to the game on Friday night and then the dance would be Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, the girls would do what the girls do and the guys would just lounge around all day, I think. And, um, then go to dinner and then you'd go to the dance and, uh, it was a blast. It was fun. Before you had a license and you went to homecoming, how did you get to a homecoming dance? I'm pretty sure my dad drove me in a date. Mm-hmm. I sat in the back with the date. My dad drove and pretty much talked to the date the whole time. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> my dad was super social. So, you know, you know, he was always cracking jokes or something. My dad, side note, he mm-hmm. always had a joke. I'm telling you, this man was an encyclopedia of jokes. He could just come up, just just come up with something, mm-hmm. rattle something off. I'm like, how do you how do you go so fast in your brain like that? Dylan has a bit of that. In yeah, her. I mean, yeah. just you know, always has a joke at the ready, mm. ready to go. He must have, I mean, it was before the internet, so right. I, He's I, not like googling, I mean, you know, prom. I don't know how he did it. He <laughs> just did or, it. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
So anyway, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We usually go out to dinner. Did you go each of the four years, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth? Oh yeah. Did you have a date each year? Oh yeah. Did you ever have a date who asked you to homecoming, or did you always ask mm, the girl? I don't remember. I probably had. What you don't remember? I that. do. I do remember people asked me to prom. Okay. In ninth grade and you tenth had to grade. Tell them no. You couldn't go. What? Oh. No. You I'd didn't turn went. down. I don't turn down anybody. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You think? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? <laughs> I'm turning down. I'm turning down. A, you know, a free trip to the prom in ninth and tenth grade. You know, I'm I on told that train. a couple guys no to prom. Well, thank heavens. Yeah. I mean, I went to my prom, but I actually asked my date to prom senior oh, year. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm. You, I, you can't go. Senior prom is is eleventh and twelfth, at least back then. Okay. And yeah. I went in ninth. I went in tenth, and then I asked in eleventh and twelfth and for prom. Yeah, for prom. But for homecoming. Homecoming. Now, okay, here's a question I also have about homecoming. When I was coming along, and obviously we grew up in different communities, different sides of the state, homecoming was traditionally your short, shorter dress season, and prom was your long formal season. Uh, I don't don't remember any of that. Do you remember that? I don't remember any of that. I think, you know... Based on, you know, some of these pictures here, I didn't see any short, short dresses. No, oh, no. I um, mean, I also grew up in a Christian family where there's <laughs> no way I could wear some of the dresses that I've seen Well, um, these and, days. That's probably that this red velvet one's probably the shortest one I had. Yes, and that wasn't and, too and short. I will tell you that when you're talking about what has changed, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, yeah. Um, I remember we were at the like the tokyo steakhouse like japanese steakhouse yeah hibachi grill and Mm -hmm. i don't know whether it was prom or whatever but these girls came in and it was they were going to the club it looked like it was yeah (laughs) it was not yeah pg uh in fact i was turning my son's head it was like hey lawson check this out on my phone like (laughs) you don't need to be looking at that i mean i thought we were you know again not to take it back to wwe but wwf you know you know divas or whatever i mean we had it was it was a yeah, little. Yeah, they look like they, someone took scissors to the middle of their yeah. dresses. Like yeah, what? What crazy. are you doing? You're not you're not leaving yeah. anything to the imagination there. Right, right, right. Modest yeah. is hottest. Modest Come on, hottest. everybody That's knows right. that. But uh, you know, I think how has it changed? I think um, how you ask now, you're supposed to like. Uh, yeah, like, like, like the promposals. It has to be a yes. big a big. A big thing, so that's that's one when thing. When did that happen? Like when did that start? Not do you think? with us. So, yeah. but that's that's one thing. That's pressure. And then you know, I think more guys go with guys and girls go with girls, and then just meet there. Okay. I think that's kind of a thing now, where you don't necessarily need a date, but you just you kind can, of roll in. Yeah, you just go yeah. in with your friends or whatever, right? And meet up. Um, I think you know more girls asking guys. I think is is probably customary now. Like you can ask pretty much anybody you want, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that kind of thing. And then I think you know, there's always that need to like show your date, like oh, we're gonna have the we're going to the steakhouse, we're gonna do this, this. But I think now also, you know, going to Wendy's or you're <laughs> gonna go to Pizza Hut or something, and really? you know, keep yeah. it low key. Yeah. I think that's there's something kind of cool about that, mm-hmm. I, especially I mean, homecoming. I mean, it's not prom. Well, I mean, to me, I there are different levels. I don't know. I don't. I don't see a difference for me personally. It's a dance, but I, I would just say that um, you know that's probably how things have changed. But the definitely the the dressing up more so like you are in your twenties mm-hmm. um, at fifteen and sixteen years old um, is definitely where it is now. I mean, I just don't remember. 
I just don't remember that. Maybe it you was would have as a like guy, that. you would remember that. I I'm just sure. don't don't remember it. Do you want to know mine? What I yes. think has changed the most? Yes, please. Um, besides the promposals, which yes. or whatever you guys want to call it, yeah, when you make this big elaborate gesture, I mean. All I'm going to say is these people are setting engagement time up for like a really big show if they're doing this for proms and homecomings. Yeah. But my thing as a female that I kind of wish this was a trend when I was in high school are the tennis shoes with the formal dresses. These girls wearing their Nikes and their Chuck Taylors with their... They do that? Oh, yeah. I have two friends whose kids are in high school right now where I saw both girls had tennis shoes on with their nice like homecoming dress. And I thought mm. I must've gone to school in the wrong era because we went to, you know, wet seal or, you know, whatever the, the place was to get the fly like dress shoes, um, you know, and have these huge chunky heels, three and a half inch chunk heels on in the nineties. And these girls are walking around in their, you know, Nikes or their converse and they look adorable. So I kind of envy that a little bit, but to me the wearing tennis shoes that that was not a thing at all for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they call it being a sneaker head now. So yeah. you have your, your shoes, but uh, yeah, yeah, it certainly would have been more comfortable on the, on the feet. Yeah. It's changed a lot. I don't know how, um, how the games games are probably very, very similar vibe. I mean, I don't know if the, I could be wrong, but I don't know if the crowds are as packed as they were when we went to high school. I don't think they are. Yeah. I like, don't think they like are. Like it was shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. You know, I mean, right? that was the place. I mean, that was the place to, to yeah. be. I guess it depends on what state you're in. Sure. If you're in Texas, I mean, it's all in. You're right. all in. Yeah. You know, or Oklahoma or something. You know, yeah. you get Anywhere those in the South. big, mm-hmm. big states that where football is life. You know, I'm sure homecoming is, is a thing, but, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see that being cuz cuz I mean think about it. You're being pulled in so many different directions mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, if your kid is there, you're probably there. But if your kid's not there, you know, I I'll, I'll can tell you one thing, we're not going out to dinner on the night of those no, proms it's not and date homecoming night for dance. Us, no way because no. we just wouldn't be able to to relax. So right. the props are good, okay? In case you don't know, right? Just so you know, <laughs> she has three different pictures here. And I will tell you that one of the ladies I recognize is today. Today's her birthday. So how about yeah. that? How yeah. about that? I know, right? How about that? Lifelong so, friends. Yay. It's back in the day. Yeah, you're looking good. My girl. ninth grade one, I'm not sure where that's at, but you know how you could get like formal pictures taken in the gym or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got one with my ninth grade best friend, just she and I, because neither of us went with dates. And we're like, let's get our picture together. We didn't so, care. So did you go then without a date? I went each year of homecoming without a date. And I had no problem with that. <laughs> yeah. So ninth grade, like I said, I don't have a picture of that one because I took my picture with my friend. This was 10th grade. That was my favorite dress. And that was at my friend's house. Are you going to post these or something? Because no, uh, people that are listening can't Guys, hear. if you really want to, I'm going to have to put smiley faces over the people's face. Some of these people I haven't seen in 20 years. Um, but yeah, you can see me. I don't mind. I had very, very short hair senior year too. Check that out. And very big hair, apparently 11th grade. I don't know what happened there, but yeah, yeah, I, maybe I will. Maybe I'll throw those. For those of you who care, maybe I'll just quickly put them on stories for you. Yeah, so then they're there and then they're gone. All right. You could always screenshot them and put them in your locker. And if you give me (laughs) a homecoming of the past, that will crack me up. Okay. Yeah. Well, you have to ask for my mom. All right. Ask I'll see. My mom I'll see if one. she can dig into the volumes and pull one out for oh, me. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. She's got. She's got. She's All got. right, babe. That is my uh, 
my second question of the night. What's your second question? Okay, of the night? well, we talked earlier about some lists, and the last time we chatted here a minute, a couple minutes ago, the list was negative. However, I have a list that is quite positive, and I was able to pull the top ten candies. Yes. That were sold for Halloween last year. Okay. Top ten. And I have the order from 1 through 10, but I'm going to give you, because I have props now too, I'm going to give you, I wrote them down on these index cards, and I would like you to put them in order from the best mm, candy okay. to the least I've done candy. something like this, but for something else with yes. you. Yes. I remember, okay. but... I have a vague memory of something Yeah, else. but not with candy. So you want... Hold, let me add, this is very important. Do you want me to rank it to what no. I think yes. it was no. ranked at or no. my For favorite? For what you like, because okay. I'll tell you what it is. So you you have to put in order your favorite candies, mm -hmm. okay, the top 10, and then we'll say what America's favorite, you know, consumption okay. I can of do candy that. is based on the actual list itself. Okay. Does that make sense? Right. Some yes. of these are really gross. Okay. <laughs> uh... You'll be shocked. I was shocked. Okay. I went ahead and arranged them. Can I just read them to you? One through yes. ten. Yes, one through ten. This is Julie's top ten uh, Halloween those. candies. Yes, yes. Of, of those given to me. Of the of the top ten that were the most sold last year. Okay, so okay. of those that were the most sold last year, if yes. I had to rank them in my preference from one to ten, the first one is Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. The second is Kit Kat, Starburst. Number three. Number four, Sour Patch Kids. Uh, shout out if they're the watermelon kind. That's my favorite. Peanut M&M's. Then Twizzlers. Then regular M&M's. Then Hershey's Milk Chocolate. In ninth, I give it to Candy Corn. And in last place, Tootsie Pops. All right. That's now, me. would you like to know one through ten of America's top ten? Or would you like to know my list? I would like to know yours first, please. Okay, so I have my top 10 list here, and uh, I'm going to start with number one slash number two is going to be my regular M&M slash peanut M&M mixture. Oh, okay. Do you remember the, the, the ratio from I season sure one? Yeah. Oh, you need me to tell you? Yeah. It's two to three? No, Julie. <laughs> Julie. I don't, I don't like re-listen to all the episodes, honey, and I'm having a hard time remembering. I mean, I know it's like... If I remember correctly, more peanut. No. no. Oh, it's the other way around. Yes. Crap. Sorry, Victory Couch Potatoes, who know this about my husband. <laughs> well, here's your homework. You have to research, okay? No. But there is a correct ratio between the chocolate and the nut, okay? So it's a peanut M&M mixture. Um, yes, feel free to comment in the comment section if you know uh, my number two is Kit Kat number three is Reese peanut butter cups now I will tell you that if for Halloween you just if you just got the cup Reese mm -hmm. peanut butter cup it's ranked low you know or um, higher if you if you got like the pumpkin that is it's almost identical to the actual like egg that they sell at Easter. So I would say that it would rank number one. Slightly more chocolate in the ratio for the egg. pumpkin, but no. yes. Okay, in the pumpkin. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Then the Easter egg. Easter yeah. egg has the perfect balance. It's pumpkin the, is slightly perfect. more chocolate. It's perfect balance, right. Yes. And see, in that case, you need more peanut butter than the chocolate, in my opinion. I agree. So uh, next would be Hershey's milk chocolate. Um, plain, no peanuts, or, you know, sometimes they put almonds in there. And, oh, geez, what are you doing to it? Just straight, straight. 
Sour Patch Kids, then, of course, all the sugar, Starburst, um, and then uh, Twizzlers, Tootsie Pops, and Candy Corn, which I'm not a fan of candy corn. I don't necessarily like Tootsie Pops, Mm-mm. and I could take Twizzlers or leave um, them. Or leave them so. What about Red Vines? You ever had Red Vines before? I don't know what that is. No, it's it's like in the Twizzler arena, but they're more, a little bit more sugary in there. Yeah, I yeah I got yeah. nothing. It's on a licorice that. product, if you will. Oh, you okay. know, so it shouldn't. It doesn't shock me that your top half was all chocolate heavy. That's right. That doesn't shock me one bit. What did America say? Okay, number ten, Starburst. Number nine, Kit Kat. Number eight, Candy Corn. Number seven, Sour Patch Kids. Number six, Hershey's Milk Chocolate. Number five, Twizzlers. Number four, Tootsie Pops. Three M and M's. Two peanut M and M's. Which yeah. that's interesting. Peanut ranked higher than M and M's. And number one, Reese's peanut, peanut butter, butter cups. cups. Yes. Top ten. Now this was last year, so taste buds may have changed, but I I highly doubt no, it. No, the peanut butter cup holds true. Yeah. I want to share something with our listeners about candy corn, very briefly. I'm I don't crave candy corn. Okay. However, I was at a college fair years ago. I was working at a college fair in West Virginia. And in the little lounge they had for all the staff members was this combination. And post-COVID, I probably wouldn't have touched this bowl in 100 years. But it was a huge, like, punch bowl. And it had a little scooper in it mixed with cocktail peanuts and candy corn all mixed together. Sounds gross. You should see Rick's face, guys. Not good. However, if you like a payday candy bar, I swear, close your eyes Pop in some cocktail peanuts and candy corn mixed together. Tastes like a payday candy bar. And it is delightful. So if you have leftover candy corn and you're not a big fan, buy a little can of cocktail peanuts at your local grocery store. Mix them together and your world is changed for the better. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. That is. Bring in the tips, I would. I would never put all of that together. It's good. It's good. In fact, before the holiday's over, before the Halloween season's over, I may just do that. Wow. All right. It's well, good. it's good stuff. Well, speaking of uh, things that blow your mind, what's your uh, couch crumb this week? Okay. You could perhaps give me a little bit of a hard time, but I also think you might agree with this. So my couch crumb of the week is the level of intensity of fourth grade homework right now. Okay. <laughs> Let me just paint a little picture. So our daughter has, she's a very busy schedule right now. I mean, just over a weekend, she had nine hours of rehearsal time total. And this was like not during the going to school time. So during the school week, she also has that kind of stuff, rehearsal commitments and such. And she's super busy. So for her to get her homework done and they give, sorry, love her school. But when I see her with like three sheets of work and spelling words and she's trying to practice violin before getting to rehearsal for two and a half, three hours, I'm like, she's like, mom, I could use a little help with this. So I go over and she's been learning about the Roman Empire. Okay. I'm reminded that I know nothing. Like I don't remember. I don't remember at all. And it's very challenging because I'm like, Henry the second, I'm like trying really hard to put it together and context clues. And like, I'm trying not to Google it on the side to get the quick answer. My couch grandma's fourth grade homework has gotten hard. And side note, I was never a big fan with history, history class. It's just not my thing. 
But if you're like me and you didn't care for history a whole lot in school, specifically if you happen to have a young daughter in your class, in your house, hey, if you have a young boy too, this is a great book. Good night, Rebel Girls. Because it just so happens that two nights before her lessons on the Roman Empire, we were learning about Matilda. And I knew about her because of reading Good Night Rebel Girl. She comes home from school and she's like, you know, Mom, we were talking about the Roman Empire. And and, and she's like, and I could speak up and say, well, that was in my book last night. And Do you know what you need to do to learn more about the Roman Empire? Need to watch the movie Gladiator with Russell yeah? Crowe. That'll do it? Uh, Yeah. I've seen that with you during yes. dating era. Oh, um, yes. Just a lot of blood and gore. Marcus Aurelius. Yes. So. Are you not entertained? So I'm just telling you, between that and the uh, equivalent math fractions, <laughs> I'm struggling on the right side of the couch, keeping it straight, getting through homework hour because I'm reminded fourth grade, it gets real. So there you go. Because in middle it. school, guess what? Most of their homework, they most, not all. Sometimes he has math. And his law's math is challenging too on a whole nother level. But he does most of his work in school and doesn't usually ask for help. Um, and he's doing great in school just like she is. But she's, you know, she likes to learn like, well, why is that the answer? And like, I'm trying really hard to explain equivalent fractions and, because it just crumb. is. Because it just is. <laughs> couch crumb. It's getting real. Fourth grade um, history and math is, is getting well, me down. we survived it once. We did. We just have one more to go. We may just do it again. Yeah, yeah. I think we can. We They're can all going to be smarter than us anyway. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, what was your couch crumb this week? Well, mine is, is pretty... We've just been on a little roller coaster here. So, you know, mine is that I have a, a student at the studio who has been in the hospital now for a while and it's a little girl and she is battling some type of virus uh, affecting her kidneys and her heart and her liver and they have teams of doctors just trying to figure out what is going on with this with this young young lady and it just so happens that uh, right around two weeks ago I had we had another student that was battling pneumonia um, just horribly. Uh, she was in the hospital for almost a week and just, just not good, you know? So I don't know. Um, it, it just goes to show that life can change in a second, right. in a flash. Right. And what you thought were problems today would be nothing if your kid was in an, a hospital where they can't tell you what's wrong and she's not eating. This little girl has not eaten anything in two weeks. It's just so scary. Mm. Uh, you know, so my couch crumb is that the family is just distraught and I can't, I can't do anything to help them other than just pray with them, pray for them. That's all I can do. Yeah. You know, I've sent the little girl little videos and, you know, I've called and talked to the family and, and just, you know, it's it's just tough. That's yeah. all. So we don't like to see any kid hurt. No, I mean, and the ones that we know, it's even harder when it's up close. So yeah, I get that. What's your um? Let's flip it. What's your prop your feet up moment of the week? Well, you know, we make these connections, you know, uh, on so many levels with people. And and if you're a listener and you 
you know, work with people regularly and you work with the public or you're a coach or you're a teacher or something, you, you understand the connections that you have with, with people. And last week, a former student uh, reached out and they're coming back through town and they want to have lunch with me. Uh, it's a student from 20 plus years ago. Mm. And so this, this week I'm going to have lunch oh, with a, a student that I haven't seen forever. That's special. So because that's of the cool. connections that I made, and I guess on some degree, because I, I cared so much about this, this human and made a difference in their life and they want to take me to lunch. How cool is that? That's really special. Yeah. Yeah. It's the good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So Jules, what's your prop your feet up? Well, my prop your feet up is a woman who's really taken over our world lately. And I'm sure many people are eye rolling and kind of overhearing her name in the news because the right side of the couch does not feel that way. And if you haven't figured it out yet, my prop your feet up moment of the week is just Taylor Swift. Um <laughs> I did not get to go. For those of you who are going way back into, I guess, early season two, we didn't get tickets to the Airs tour. Um, it didn't happen. The miracle didn't happen. However, I tried. The genius. I tried, people. The genius woman came up with, you know what? People had trouble getting my tickets. Let me, you know what? Let me spend $15 million on my own. Just whip a movie up, highlighting most of it. Get some recording from Los Angeles. We'll make a cool like documentary concert film and we'll put it in the theaters. And guess what? All of the people that went to the concert probably want to see it again. And all the people who didn't get to go are now singing in the theaters. And all I'm going to say is you do not have to be a fan to appreciate this. Joy in its simplest form should be celebrated. And I'm not saying I agree with every single word that comes out of the lyrics or every single whatever, but I've been connected to her music since we got married that, you know, 2006. And I have connection with a lot of the music and I see so many people just experiencing joy just by singing in a room together to the same songs and watching just you know, the stage presence and the sets and the costumes. And it is like a Broadway production in a movie and a concert experience. And, you know, we've made the bracelets and traded them with strangers. And I watched like our daughter go up and give this teenager like a little, you know, lyric sticker from this bag, that you know, little Swifty bag she had. And it was just simplistic, pure joy. And I will leave it at that. That was my prop your feet up moment of the week. It was very special and it was cool. And um, yeah, it was a night I'll remember. It was cool. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, there you, you go. You've talked about it for a while. And, you know, I think it's good, clean fun. Although although uh, we have a friend of ours that thinks that Taylor is the leader of a cult. And um, he is bound and determined to find oh, uh, to find that and prove that. So uh He's actually asked me to go in on this quest with him, and I, I, I don't know how I feel about it other than if I get close to the situation that Taylor may actually give us some tickets, so I'm thinking about it. So anyway. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, I don't uh, want to know anything about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just, look, I'm just trying to get you to, to meet Taylor, 
Okay. You know. All right. All right. I'm just look. Okay. All I know is that it's something that you love. It it's a person me, that you brings me joy. look up to, and you 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 love the whole vibe. And as your husband, I just want to give you that opportunity to continue to experience that love and joy. Yeah, and it's like so. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, like, I mean, I talk about Kelly Clarkson and the night that I got to see her. Literally, was one of the best nights of my life. I I'm recorded as saying that. It is true. It is one of the best nights of my life. And Call it what you will, but music is powerful. Yeah. It is a powerful force, and the majority of the time, it is good in this world. Yeah, and I'm going to stand by that. It's true. Yeah. So Taylor, I know you're out there, and I know that you potentially could be listening at this exact moment. So just know that you have a, a fan on the right side. Left side, I could appreciate the artistry and how smart you are as a business person mm -hmm. so uh you know i i i would mind going to the tour as well or at least maybe you know hanging out but uh if you're out there and you're a victory couch potato we can get you a sticker yeah yeah we I can think get we you a sticker for we your could, guitar case totally get her a sticker for a guitar we, we will case. definitely get you a sticker <laughs> taylor okay I mean, I think we have one mug left, so it, it, I would I would reserve it for you. Taylor okay? Swift gets our last she mug could get the last and one. the sticker. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of stickers, Julie, if you haven't got your sticker, how do you get it? You simply can screenshot a review that you have left for the Victory Couch, whether it's on Apple Podcast, which is where a lot of people can learn more about the Victory Couch or really anywhere that you listen to the podcast that you can leave a review, that would be fantastic. Even our social media platforms, Facebook has an option for you to leave a review. You could do it there. Um, but Apple Podcasts really can can allow more people to understand what it is that we do and what we, uh, what we try to bring every week. So yeah, just screenshot your review. You can email it at um, our Gmail account. You'll see that below in the show notes. Or you can send it through direct message in Instagram or Messenger in Facebook. Any which way. So we're not going to make Taylor review the podcast to get her sticker. She gets her. Ooh, you know what? I mean, I think I she feel should like have we to. should keep it fair. I think she should have to review. That's what I'm thinking. All right. So Taylor, we're going to give you the mug, but in order to get the <laughs> sticker, you got to leave us a review. Okay. Or all right? or you you can pay two seventy five, which is yeah. So you know that's it. That's all it is. I, I you think, think she review, has two dollars and seventy five cents? I think a review from Taylor Swift <laughs> would go a lot farther than two seventy five. That's what I think. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, All right, sounds good. All right, hit us up, T Swift. Okay. All right, guys. Well, until next week, we hope that you go out there, have a little fun, show your middle schoolers grace, <laughs> enjoy the Halloween candy coming up. Take a beat and take inventory and all the positive things going on in your life. And for the moments and the things that are heavy and sad, it's okay to feel that. But as a, as a very wise friend of mine once said, you're allowed to feel it. It can sit in the car, but don't let it drive your car. So just a reminder to, um, you know, just take it one day at a time. Be a light. We really, really need it in this world. We hope that we are a light to you. If we have been. Let us know, guys. We could use some human fuel these days, as Rick calls it. So feel free to look in the show notes below to see how you can connect with us. And anything we reference today will be below there. Until next week, go out, do what you do, be you and do you. And we will see you guys next time. See you guys. Bye.
We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch Podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch.